on or do you want to just hear my voice? No, no. I just want to hear your lovely voice, Susan. So I won't be, <laughs> I won't be seen by people? No, you, no, you will be seen by oh, people. Okay. You'll definitely okay. be seen, but I want to hear your voice as well. Okay. You're going to get both. I just wanted to know if I had dyed my hair for no reason. No, no. It look, look, is it red? Is that red? You know, it's Lucille Ball went to the wrong hairdresser. Red. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, <laughs> my hair is not... Your hair is black and you put that beautiful blonde blonde, yeah, in, blonde in there. So yeah. I used to be blonde. And, really? I mean, my hair is black and I used to be blonde, but I can't do blonde by myself. Yeah. How do you do that? I well, have somebody go, I have somebody do it for me because yeah. I can't do it myself either. See, blonde is hard because it, it involves, it involves chemicals that you don't really want to. So my hairdresser has offered, you know, I'll make you blonde again, but this is, my hair is down to my, you know, am I allowed to, I have to ask you. Can, you you can say whatever you want on here. I can say, my hair is yeah. down to my ass. It's yeah. like a pony. So um, I can't do all that blonde myself. So I just yeah. thought, well, Auburn's a nice color. I like it. I like, I like it, it too. And my friend who is a, who was the star in Jaws, which is all I'll say about her, because she was a huge, she was huge. Um, really? She says to me, this is, this is very glamorous. This is what, what is, <laughs> It's very glamorous. And I very said, glamorous. what the hell does glamorous mean that it looks awful? And she said, oh, <laughs> it means it's glam. And then she took a picture of me to send me. And at the bottom of the picture was her dog's ass, which is the size yeah. of my car. She has no. this ass. I love her dogs. They're beautiful. <laughs> but she lives alone now. Her husband passed. And oh, uh, she lives alone in Beverly Hills, way atop a hill. Wow, Beverly Hills? Wow. Oh yeah, her husband used to own Universal Studios. Oh God, I hope she's not watching. She, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they used to own Universal Studios. They've got wow. a big house, and she's in it alone. So she oh needs. Oh my gosh! The, the dog. Have you ever heard of a Pressa Canelaria dog? No, what's that? It's bigger than a mastiff. That's a big dog. It's a big friggin' dog, and its ass is bigger than I am. <laughs> So there's a, this beautiful picture of me like this. And she said, see how glamorous you look. And every yeah. sent, I sent it to my friends and they said, what's the dog ass doing? And they, <laughs> commented, they just looked at the dog. They didn't care about what you were doing. They're just like, oh, look at that big ass in that picture. You know, they, they can see me anytime they want to call me on Zoom. Although, yeah. okay, I'll try to be normal now. Although, Why do you, What do you mean? Normal. I don't I mean, want I'll, that. I'll, I'll try not to discuss dog ass as the beginning of our conversation. I told Deb, I said, you know what I like about Susan? She just says stuff that okay. like, I don't think a lot of people say. I don't think you say things a lot of people say. I've been told that. I've been told that a lot, which is fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. That's who I am. I, yeah. At least you know I'm telling you the truth. That's exact. I Have you always been like this? I've always had a big mouth. Okay. Um, I, I have always had to say, are, are we recording now? I've always had to say, can I say F-U-C-K on yeah, the Yeah, you could say it. Yeah. yeah. So I've always had to say, can I say fuck on the air? And then they yeah. say, well, you just did. So You just you know, said it. <laughs> you just said it. So now what do you want to do? And uh, yeah, I have always been like this because I'm a, I don't, I don't work well in the boxes that are mm. defined. Um, I, I don't want to say for women because they're defined for the, mm. the men as yeah. I was growing up to, you know, okay. my mother went to Radcliffe and everyone said, don't go to, I would have gotten, I would have had to get, they don't have any choice. If your if your parents went there, yeah. they had to let you in. And I had good, you know, I had good grades, although I slept through everything. 
<laughs> I, I just, I just. Why? I didn't like, I went to a very small private school in Greenwich Village and they really thought I was going to grow up to be someone's um, suburban housewife. And I thought, you uh. can't be that stupid. You can't possibly look at me and think I'm going to be a housewife because I've always, I'm all, I've always been creative and I've always written a lot and they just, they just didn't get who I was. And so they said, please don't go to Radcliffe. Please don't take yeah. that away from one of the girls in the class who really, really, really wants to go. So, and she was my friend. So I said, okay, I won't apply. She went to Radcliffe and jumped under an MTA train. And I what? said, well, the deal is those schools are confining if you're not normal. You know what mm. I mean? Are you normal? You, you know? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that is. What is that? Well, mean? neither do I. And I don't want to become normal. <laughs> you don't want to become normal. No. no. My I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. It means just like everybody else. And it means you wouldn't say fuck before you said, could yeah. I say something that rhymes with duck? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I, I don't start with that. I start with, can I, and the women I've worked with, and this didn't help. I worked with a woman who was hilarious. Her, her husband developed all of the sitcoms in the 1970s. And she's mm -hmm. a very, very um, strong natured woman. So I would walk into, the, into her office for lunch and she would say, is that fucking tuna fish on your plate? Yeah. I, don't, I don't eat meat. So I said, oh. yeah, it's tuna fish. And she'd say, get the fuck out of my office. And I'd say, <laughs> really? It's just yeah. tuna fish. It's not like, you know, it's not yeah. like the guts of a small child anyway. Yeah. yeah, I've always been like this and I prefer my people, my friends like mm. this. I'm, I'm not really great with um, the, the chronically shy. Chronically I'm, shy. I'm nice people. Yeah. You know, no, where, no. Are you, where are you from? Where do you live? I live in Washington State in this tiny town. Well, you just almost dropped your coffee when I said that. I almost spit up my Why? Mouth. Why? Do you I just assumed you lived in LA. No, I'm in Washington State. How's it going up there? I mean, it's good. It's pretty, uh, pretty laid back. I'm right on the border of Canada, literally like a mile from the border of Canada. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's I know beautiful it's, place. it's not cold. No, today it's actually going to be like 66 degrees. It's really nice. And and are you do are you doing this for the sake of promoting people's art? Is that why you're doing these um, podcasts or Zoom casts? It's, uh, it's purely for, you know, I think in the beginning, I was telling myself something that wasn't true, which was I, that I'm doing this for all as other people and to, you know, I'd like to help people, but I think it was kind of like, a, well, I want to help people. And then I realized I'm really just doing this for me mm -hmm. because I want to learn from other people and I want to develop meaningful relationships with other people who are doing different stuff. Right. And in the process, you know, obviously I promote, you know, right. the conversations, but, but the real meaning is like, I just want to meet interesting people. Are you, do you write? Are you a writer or a painter or? I used to write, I've written several books, like poetry books. I love poetry. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm an, I don't know, I guess I am an artistic type of person. I just, I don't know if I see myself that way. But I think what, if you look at it, it probably looks like I am. Probably well, for are, that. You don't, know, that's like me and my red hair. You just have yeah. a I like, I am like my own art 
gallery. Yeah. You know, I like the blonde hair, I have black earrings, got tattoos. I got all types of stuff going on. Is is the part of Washington State you're in fairly open-minded? Because Washington oh, yeah. cuts a wide swath as no, far as I tell. Actually, you know what's interesting? A lot of people don't think that. They think that Washington is like just uber liberal all over the place. Oh. It's not true. That There's is no not true. That's actually mainly Seattle primarily area. But there's a lot of rural conservative areas. I, I would say I'm in like the middle of uh, kind of both sides of the equation. Yeah. And are, then, you, are you in lockdown now there? I don't know what the state. No, of no. But we were in lockdown for a long time. Like had it, Seattle really had a bad. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We were in lockdown for a really long time. And then we came out for like a month or yeah. so. And then we yeah. went right back into it. And then we've been out of lockdown for a little while now. It's been nice. It's been really nice. Are um, you going out? Do you see your friends? I'm out. I'm going out. Actually, I'm going to Vegas on Thursday. Oh, my God. To yeah. gamble or just to... just Everything. To gamble. gamble, party, relax. They don't have any kind of mask stuff in, in Vegas, right? You can do whatever the hell you want. They do. They do have masks at like... The casinos have masks, I believe. Now, really? I don't know how much they follow it and stuff. Um, restaurants and things of that nature. But they're opening back up pretty hardcore. You yeah. haven't had vaccinations. You're too young. Or, well, now you're no, not. No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm in the healthcare industry. So I've had my vaccination. Yeah. What, are you a doctor? I have, yeah, I have my doctorate. And I work in, I work in, um, I know you're so surprised at this. What is this like? Well, it's interesting. I mean, if I told you that I was a surgeon right now, and like, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I am, I'm, I'm an oral surgeon and I just write these books. I'm kidding, but yeah. But okay. What, well, what's you know. your doctorate in? It's in, um, Psychology. it's in sports education, leadership with an emphasis in behavior modification. So it's a lot of psychology, uh, but in more of a sports and fitness environment. Do you, do you work at that anymore right now or are you on or is that it's all live it's all live virtual it's online it's all live stuff so on virtually which which has been fine it's not been a big deal uh, yeah. for me but because and of that i was able in washington just to i yeah i've been i'm fully vaccinated i think as of today because two weeks after you get your last one yes so, yeah yeah so yeah i'm darian's going to party that's what's going to happen here yeah you be careful I will be careful. I mean, it's not like I'm going out and mixing with tons of people and stuff like that. Just don't tongue kiss every single person. No, you walk past, listen, you know I'm I mean? married. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I, mean, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to hurt your feelings, but sometimes married people do that. Okay. Now, listen, that's true. That I'm not denying that, but I don't do that. <laughs> I think it's better. It's easier on the marriage that way. And I, I have, um, I have a partnership I've been in, you know, for a very, very long time. How long? Um, when was the emancipation? No, don't, don't say that. <laughs> We've been together more than 25 years. That's a long time. It's a long time because I used to go from one man and the way I would leave the relationship is with another man. And I didn't realize I was doing, but I mean, okay. I've never been in a short relationship. I'm not, oh, really? I'm, I'm too neurotic. You know, by the time someone has convinced me that they really like me, it's been five years. Oh, really? <laughs> and then I'm bored with them and we break up. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, how long have you been with your partner? I've been married seven, it'll be 17 years this July. It's been great too. I mean, yeah. it's been really amazing. 
I've enjoyed it. We have a nine-year-old daughter. She is great. Wow. That's it. That's the family. Is she homeschooling? I mean, what is she doing for school? Uh, it's a yeah. mess. Uh, honestly, it's been a mess. I mean, it I'm going to be truthful. I'd like to tell the truth. Yeah, do Most it. of the year has been a mess. It's been a mess because it's been being a nightmare, man. I'm it's waiting been a nightmare. For the jacket. I, I, I've told people if you send the straight jacket because you can tell that I'm losing it, I would prefer a, a nice shade of peach because it'll go peach with my hair. Straight jacket. Yes. You know, but I've really thought a few times. Okay, I'm ready. I'll put my own hands behind my back. It's yeah. very, very hard. And for a nine-year-old, uh, is she in the room? No. No, no, she's not in the room. But she, she's, um, she's year of her life. Nine years old. I, I agree. When I was nine, I was stealing candy. It was important right. to me that I act out and that I, right. I had friends who stole the candy from me and then I'd steal it. You know, nine years old, you need, yeah. I feel the need for my friends really badly, but I yeah. can without them because I write. And right. so if I write, I go into my subconscious mind, which you don't want to visit, by the way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I was talking to my, you'll never believe I see a therapist. I was talking to my therapist and I said, why is this so goddamn painful for me? Yeah. And she reminded me, I used to live, um, I'm from New York, you probably guessed. Maybe you didn't guess no, that. No, I didn't uh, guess. Uh, I, I, was, I was conceived in Greenwich Village and I lived okay. in Greenwich Village the first few years of my life. And I went to school in Greenwich Village my whole life until I left for college. And then my parents had moved to the <clears throat> Upper West Side and I <laughs> hated it. I just, I am not, the Upper West Side is really? so- I don't like intellectuals, you know. I like very, very smart people like you. Okay. But I don't really want to pretend that the conversation we're having today is going to lead to a conversation about Tolstoy. Oh, I see what you mean. You know what I mean? I don't like the phoniness. Yeah, I don't like it either. I'm not wild about academia because I think you learn much more. I've always done it myself. I think it started because my mother couldn't put my snowshoes on. And she said, do it yourself. I was 18 months old. I said, how am I going to put on snowshoes? I'm a baby. But I learned to do that. And so now I'm writing about the house in Greenwich Village that I was conceived in. Mm. And I'm writing along and the character says to my character, you were conceived in that room. And I put, I hit save. And I like fell down on the floor and thought, I didn't just make that up. I was conceived in that room and I put my character back into it because I think knowing where you come from has a lot to do with knowing where you're going. So the second book I'm writing, the first book I realized I did a really interesting thing. You know how in the old days we had photographs and you had the photograph and you had the negative. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not using negative now as a pejorative. No, no. The negative of the thing. Yeah. I wrote the first protagonist I wrote. She was the negative of me. So where I'm, um talkative and loquacious and i want to know about your i want to know about your nine-year-old is she okay my character is very waspy and she she wouldn't ask you anything she thought was rude until the book changes her completely and she still doesn't turn into me but but every friend i have who ever read the book said if someone knows you they know that this is just the other side right are this character that i'm writing there is no other side. She's me. Mm. And, I, and the house I lived in, in Greenwich Village, after we moved out, my father rented to a murderer. And I had my father, this will amuse you. There was a case in New York. Um, do you know who the beat poets were? 
Yeah. Okay. So sort of the, the host of the Beat Poets was a man named Lucian Carr. Mm -hmm. He didn't write anything, but they all met at Columbia and Lucian Carr kind of put them all together in a room and everybody, some of them got stoned on marijuana. Some of, they all did something. They shot sure. up, they got stoned. I, I don't give a shit as long as sure. I don't have to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but Lucian Carr had this guy that wrote his papers for him and was sort of his mentor. And at a certain point, Lucian Carr killed him. Mm. And the New York papers called it an honor slaying because the man was gay. An honor slaying? It was called an honor slaying. That's crazy. It's disgusting. That is really crazy. So disgusting. So he went to prison for 18 months and it was a reformatory and he was not under 21. And they said that the guy had approached him and he hadn't wanted him to. And that's not true. They had been having, I don't know what they had had, mm -hmm. but certainly he knew the guy, the guy had followed his, this kid's, his name is Lucian Carr. Yeah. The man that he killed named David had followed Lucian Carr's family from city to city because his father was a big executive and they moved a lot. Every place they moved, this man moved. So if he didn't know the guy was interested in him, then he's a moron. Right. So right. he used him. And he had the guy write a lot of his papers for him at Columbia. And then one night they went out drinking together and they went to, do you know New York City at all? Uh, not that well, no. Okay, so on the Hudson River, okay, there's the West Side Highway, but between the Hudson River and the West Side Highway, there's a park. Please excuse my language, I did not make this up. Okay. There's a place in the park that was called Faggot's Folly. And it was because it was such a homophobic era right. that it was a place that gay men could go at night and no one right, could right. see them. It was really dangerous to be gay. This is New York. Yeah. I'm not talking about Poland. I'm talking about New York City. And he went there with this guy. So what was he doing going there with him? Right. And then he stabbed him in the heart. Oh, okay. So cut to, he let him die a very grisly death. They mm -hmm. did not want to prosecute him. They put him in prison for 18 months. He got out. And then my father rented our house to him. And wow. I, I, looking back on the history, I thought, did you not ask the guy, what do you do for a living? I kill people. What do you do for a living? <laughs> he became the bureau chief of United Press International. Nobody gave a damn that he had killed this guy. Wow. And I thought, I was born into that house. Some of that energy, I'm sorry to say energy, I'm in California. <laughs> you know what I mean? You definitely allowed. You were in California. I I'm mean. in California, so it's very. So I've, I'm finding out that what I'm doing in these books is putting together basically an autobiography as if it was written by someone insane. It's like I took the mirror mm. of my life and smashed it with a hammer, and then took pieces of it and said, "But they're all real pieces. This guy really did commit murder." Yeah. And so did William Burroughs, who everyone thinks, oh, he's so cool. He wrote Naked Lunch. He shot his wife in the forehead and killed her in front mm. of the police. It's, it's what? So this is gruesome. Okay, maybe I should tell a happy story. No, it's fine. <laughs> and then they glued her head back together and she was fine. Oh Not true. He went to, William Burroughs went to Mexico to get over his heroin addiction. He made yeah. the decision that he would become an alcoholic instead of a heroin addict. Oh. It's, it's a little peculiar, but okay. Yeah, it is peculiar. Really peculiar. And he was sitting in a bar and he said to his wife, want to play the William Tell game? And 
I thought, the William Tell game. Mm. So she put her drink on top of her head and he took out his handgun and he shot her right in the head. Oh. Those wow. are the, I don't like the beat poets, but you know, I have a yeah. little thing about um, men from that era writing homophobic, misogynist stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the more I learned, of, and, they, and they all lived in my house. They hung out at the house because they were a group of friends and I yeah. am really digging into what the hell was my father? My father sold underpants. What the hell was he doing with yeah. these people? And I think he found them thrilling. Interesting. Like, you know what I mean? It's so yeah. weird. Wow. What a, can you imagine a time where people had to gather in a place in a park late at night yep. because of their sexual orientation? Because it was okay to kill them. Right. How crazy is that? It's um, subhuman as far as- It wasn't that long ago either. (laughs) It was not that long ago. Really, you know? And and because I grew up in Greenwich Village, most of the men that I was most comfortable with as a little teeny girl, I was mostly comfortable with gay men because they appreciated that I was really smart. and, And I was a cute kid. And, and nobody tried to, I can say this. Word. Just, uh, just say whatever you want. I would ride on the subway to school every day and five guys would flip out their penises at me. Oh and, my God. And I would go home and say to my mother, um, a lot of men showed me their penises and she'd say, well, they're sex fiends. Don't worry about it. And I thought yeah. in retrospect, that might not have been the smartest thing to say no. to a seven-year-old, but the gay men in Greenwich Village really appreciated a smart kid. I'm sure your daughter is very, very smart. And I'm sure that I would appreciate how smart she is. Yeah. Um, but that was where I got my first appreciate. I mean, my mother liked that I was smart because it yeah. reflected well, but that you would have to go to a place right on the riverfront mm-hmm. so that you would be safe from discovery. You couldn't rent a hotel room. That's crazy. It's really- um, It's really, especially considering where we are currently. That's what versus, I was- You know, say. it's like the, yeah. this- and you 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 think this is like hundreds and hundreds of years ago? It's just not. No, I mean, it's not. It's not hundreds and hundreds. It's of unbelievable years. how recent that the was. The law on the books was written in 1927 about honor killing um, of one gay person against another. It was called honor killing, and what was the other thing it was called? Um, I can't. I'll come up with it. It's yeah. it's the same crap that they put on now. If you kill your wife in Afghanistan. Right. You know what I mean? I was going to say that that still exists in other countries and things. I think even in India, I may have this wrong. There's some of that in India, I believe. So, you know, so bad. So barbaric. I mean, so barbaric. 14 year old girls get raped. This is not going to be, I'm going to say something happy. In India, they now have this thing called the pink sari brigade. Mm. 400,000 women in pink saris have joined together. And if you call up and say, my husband just hit me, 50 of them will show up at your house and, and put him on trial right there. Whoa. How hard hit you. And if he Whoa. hit you, <clears throat> if he really did you damage, they will do him damage. Yeah. I mean, a lot of damage. Wow. And so I think it, it really is up to the people in a society to say, no. Uh, if I saw someone, I've seen people on my block kick a dog mm-hmm. and I went running up to him and said if I ever see you kick a yeah. dog again I'll I, I'll kill you 
you can't do that to, if you don't want yeah. the dog give it to a no-kill shelter sure. so i think we started with have i always had a big mouth yes <laughs> what, what is your daughter doing with this are friends allowed to come over well you know she had a really long stretch where like it was just me her and my wife for like many 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 months Oh and God. then over time, we kind of slowly started doing like, you know, one or two friends and type right. of thing. Right. And then school was back in. And so she's going. So they're doing a hybrid, like one week online, one week in. And then next week, they're back every week to school in person. So my daughter is very excited about that because she can't stand virtual learning. I don't blame her. Because the teachers, honestly, I hate to say this, but true. But the teachers check out of it. They just check out of it. You know, they don't want to do it. And so basically the kids in school get a lot of attention and the kids who are virtual, they don't really get any attention. So then it's on the parents to be the teachers during that week. You know, yeah. parents are busy. They got yeah. jobs to do and things, you know, it's, it's <clears throat> difficult. So emotionally, I think it's difficult for kids. Clearly it's like that for adults and stuff, but. Uh, are you know. concerned for her to go back into a classroom in terms of COVID or? or no, no, because she's been doing it for okay. a long time, just on yeah. and off. Okay. And she's been fine. She's been really good. So do you, have, do you have cats? I have one cat. Yes, I do. Are you a cat person? You like cats? I love cats more so much more than I love people. I love all animals. Are you serious? Oh yeah. <laughs> have you met have you met any people lately? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. In fact, you know what? I've written two books and I've written like nine plays and yeah. <clears throat> I've written 20 documentaries about the treatment of women and gay people because I worked for yeah. an organization. I worked for Ms. Magazine. Okay. So they, that's their interest. But, but um, there was, there is a form of COVID that hits cats and it, and it's fatal all the time. It's just, and I had a kitten yeah. die of it a year ago. And, and now it seems to me that because of all the research they've done for human COVID, I've been told they can now cure it in cats. Hmm. And that made me so happy because we should be using science in every way we can, you yeah. know, to make life is, mortality is, um, is are, are you raising your child in any kind of religious or spiritual tradition? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been uh, Christian, man, my parents were Christians, I've been a Christian. Well, you told yeah. me at the end of our last talk yeah. that you yourself a christian yeah. any particular brand no i, I would say it's more of a non-denominational so aspect not, of it you're not evangelical no no i don't know what they're doing honestly <laughs> i'm sorry I, well that makes a million of you because they don't yeah. know what they're doing because if yeah. you really if you could really watch someone say i've done more for, for christianity than jesus christ yeah no that's, that's crazy well, yeah. see, I think that's the hypocrisy of it is to espouse values of humility and goodness and kindness and love, but then be into things that are the antithesis of that is totally hypocritical. And it's wrong. It's wrong. I'm telling you, it is. I, hey, everything I everything I feel about it is. Uh, this is my, OK, so this is my thing about story and why <clears throat> why I keep writing no matter what, because yeah. I'm so sorry. LA's air is like- Oh, I can't be good. Flem balloon, so I'm just gonna- Ugh. No, it's okay, it's okay. Could I have made that any more disgusting for you. <laughs> so, I have this new theory of human development that 
But okay. human beings develop by the stories they're told. So if you're told that it's okay in Cain and Abel to like one kid better than the other, mm -hmm. then that's something you might believe and it's wrong. Sure. It's really wrong. Right. And that's only the beginning of wrong. So I, I think stories are really what we have to tell now. If you're a poet, go back to writing poet. Po yeah. Go back to writing poet. <laughs> go write poetry because your child will learn so much from the stories. I don't know what kind of poetry you wrote. Maybe it was abstract or haiku or something. Yeah. But um, I think we have to tell people new stories. I'm so relieved to see that like TV and movies have moved so far ahead, let's say, of live theater in terms yeah. of telling stories about different types of people and different choices people can make. Because people, your nine-year-old is not going to learn on her own everything that you and I already know. Sure. That's just sure. not possible. But if you tell her dumbass stories about, you know, Hansel and Gretel went in and the witch right. lady they were fat enough, then... I'm not sure what good that does her. Yeah. I think she needs to know. I think she needs to, well, this is who I am. I think she needs to believe everything I believe. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm one of those people. Yeah. I think you need to believe what I believe. I'm, I'm happy to respect what you believe because yeah. you seem like you believe in kindness and compassion. I do. And you're smart. I, I, Thank I, you. I am done with dumbass. <laughs> you've been dumbassed to the point that yeah. I... I mean, I'm open to the di different ideas and different things. I'm not like a closed book by any means, you know, and I want my daughter to be like that and that, but I want her to, I want there to be consistency. And I think the hypocrisy of behavior is espousing one way and then doing the opposite. Right. That has no merit to it. No, and kids notice that. They notice that. Like if you say, oh, your dad, is your dad a good person? Okay, well, I think my dad's a good person, but he does a lot of bad things all the time. And it's like, okay, what's the matching? Does it match up? Like if I meet Susan on here, and then let's say I meet you in person, you're completely different. That's fraudulent. Yeah. That's a fraudulent person. Right. I, to me, I am me. No matter where you meet me, you're going to meet right. me. I mean, yeah. I would never imagine that you would be different than this. I, I couldn't even imagine that because the last... I I, I can imagine a, that. I, I, I'm not any different. I do have legs. That's the only difference. Well, that, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, I have an entire body. Your you know? whole body is actually yeah. there. I'm not just actually, I'm not actually just a bust of myself. Yeah, you're not a bust of I have yourself. a lovely bust, but I, I have legs and, you know, my. I have, I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, I love it, man. It's great. And um, I'm a whole person. No, I would be no different. And if you came into my house and didn't like my cats, I would put them away. I understand if people are sure. desperately allergic, but I wouldn't. Yeah, like I know them. people like that. Yeah. No, you I, know, I, unless it's an allergy, I, I don't I, like I told you this photograph of me that is so pretty. And down there is this huge dog that is so frightening to people. It's yeah. huge, man. Yeah. It's bigger than a mastiff. It's bigger than a pit bull. And it's stronger than both. Her dog yeah. walker quit when she got the dog. Oh, I have a huge dog. Actually, what do you have? I have you a great Dane. I have a great Dane. Those are big, man. I'm in talking super tall, 130 pounds. How does he do with the cat? You know what? They got a weird relationship because like the cat's always slapping the dog. <laughs> and it's a great Danes are gentle giants. They just, and he just takes it. He just sits there and takes it. 
Yeah. Don't just get slapped in the face by the cat yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's a good dog, you know? Yeah. He just uh, takes it. Sometimes at the end of a day when I just can't take any more of, of people's cruelty, I'll look at dog and cat videos and you watch <laughs> these little teeny weeny kittens go up to these massively big dogs and smash them in the face. Slap them. The dog yeah. just goes, you, you hit me in the face yesterday. <laughs> it's almost Why an abusive relationship. It's terrible. I know, but <laughs> the kitten is literally like, you know, yeah. six inches and the dog is 130 pounds. Right. So is the great, he's not there for protection. You love him. No, no, that's, I mean, I think he thinks he is. He has this big booming voice. Right. He has a, but like, you know, he just wants to be rubbed. He just wants to be, you know, that's it. I mean, this, it, I think it's the idea of protection, you know, yeah. or that. You know, when you said about the cruelty of people, what is it about people that you have noticed? Like, you, what does that mean, the cruelty of people to you? I thought the last four years, we were exposed to a level of people's willingness to watch other people suffer and, and not care that I thought was, you know, it's one thing to hear about Somalia. Obviously things in different parts of the world are very difficult yes. and people get, um, you know, and we were talking about India. In India, they hang girls who get raped by their uncles and they, they oh. claim that the girls seduced their uncles. Okay, but that's India. Sure. But if you see Americans not minding that children are taken away from their parents and probably won't ever find their parents mm -hmm. again. Uh, I, can't, I can't do that. Now, an interesting opposite has happened, which is there's a kindness in people that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. so, so like, if you just wanna look at the animals, mm -hmm. the amount of people who are running onto the highway to, to catch a kitten that obviously got, you know, its mother got killed in its hole, litter got killed and this kitten is heading for a drain pipe and 75 people run to try to save it that's yeah. that's the opposite of a kind of cruelty i've seen where um people don't care what's happening to other people it's very strange i think the whole thing about masks without mm -hmm. getting political why wouldn't you wear a mask that yeah seems cruel to me you might be infecting someone else yeah and if you don't like the mask paint i hate the mask on it you know what i mean but why yeah. i don't understand any of the anti I, I do understand the anti-vax stuff because i think people are scared mm -hmm. and scared is different to me i understand that but cruelty um I've never seen so much cruelty. I think it's always been there. I, I read a lot of history because mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff I I told you I'm writing this book about the yeah. history house yeah, I lived yeah. in. And my last book, she travels to ancient Egypt and she does a lot of time traveling because I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'm very um, interested in time traveling. Tell me, where have you been? No, I, I'm, listen, I would tell you if I had been somewhere. But don't you think the concept of time travel is, is fascinating to like anybody? No, there's a lot of branches too potentially lunkheads who don't want who don't think time travel is possible but of course it's possible there's a time space continuum ask albert einstein right there's a place somewhere in the universe which any anything that ever happened exists and that's fascinating to me like would you and i like to go back to you know france in eight woody allen does this I'm really sorry that he's turning out to seem a little like a creep. Yeah, I didn't watch that 
uh, Mia or Pharaoh. I, I, I didn't watch it. I, I, didn't, watch I, it. I don't know. It didn't seem good from what I've read about. Uh, you know, I don't want to be a judge and jury, but right. it seems to me like he was inappropriate and yeah. that's being nice. But sure, sure. that doesn't change the fact that he can time travel in his movies in a way that is so it makes me feel free that I'm not just stuck in 2021 Los Angeles, which is really different than 2019 Los Angeles. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it's like. Is it like in, what's it like where you are? Are the restaurants, well, are there restaurants? <laughs> yes, there are definitely restaurants. There's definitely- More than uh, three. I'm not trying to be- rude. No, no, there's know. definitely more. I mean, some have closed, but it's a small town. I mean, I'm in a town of 5,000 people. It's not a big place. Okay. So it's like a, a tiny smidgen of LA where I'm at, you know, but everything kind of has kept afloat Yeah. for the most and everything's pretty much open. Right so here. nothing has gone out of business. So when, when you not reopen too much. Up, it'll be no. the same town. It's not you gotta like be the same there. town. I heard LA is crazy. I heard like so many of the restaurants are just toast and like. They're toast. And also a lot of them that are, that are trying to untoast have put tables out on the sidewalk, which is smart because you can sure. eat. They, they don't close down the eating outside thing. Yeah. I have, I have um, my friends in New York have a bar they go to because they go to it because it's outside. So it yeah. never gets closed, but it's a policeman's bar. Oh. And these are two gay men. And yeah. it's not that the police would do anything to them, but they're not natural, you know, companions. Yeah. It's not like the police department is so happy to see two gay men come in holding hands. Yeah but they've learned to accommodate each other because, and this is the upside of what I said about cruelty, people, unless they're really so cruel that you just want to stick a safety pin in their ass. Um, Unless they're that cruel, some people have really learned to say, leave it alone. They want to drink, I want to drink. Let's just drink quietly before, before." and now that bar is closed. Uh, I think people have been asked, especially children, I don't know how your nine-year-old is standing it. Cause when I had friends over the other day, we had friends over for the first time in a year that yeah. we actually sat with them for an hour. I've had people come by and drop sure. something off or pick up a book or something. But when they left, I thought I used to be really good at that. You know, I, I like to, to have people come over and I always had really good snacks and we always had a good time. And we had a really nice time being yeah. together. Yeah. When they left, I thought, what the hell are kids going through? Because exactly. I'm not, you know, I can write. I, if I really, as I said, my subconscious mind is in the basement somewhere in two buildings yeah. in New York City, but I can access it just by, if I start to type, my subconscious mind comes to me because yeah. that's where I write from. Not everybody, I don't know. Does it, did you write your poetry from your subconscious mind? I, I don't know what mind I wrote it from. I think I was just like, it just came to me, probably. I mean, I guess, yeah, I think it just came to me. And it was a yeah. time in my, it was mainly my early 20s, which felt very like, uh, you know, you're searching for yourself. Who who am I? Where were you? I was in Virginia, actually, during you have that to time. You for yourself in Virginia. <laughs> what? <laughs> Virginia is such an interesting state, though, because it's going two directions at once, Part- Part of them That's true. is so progressive right now. And part of them is like, can, can you just go like to Belarus or something and get right. out of the country? And Mississippi, this was my favorite. Mississippi wanted to SU 
C-C-E-E-D from the union. Mm. That spells succeed, not succeed. And I thought, my God, how how stupid are you? Nobody in the state of Mississippi said that's not how you spell it. So I used to think that about Virginia too, but Virginia's all the South. Look at Georgia. So, So this whole pandemic thing has been really a lesson in the horrible and the incredible because yeah. I really like to sit home and write, but not to the point that when I'm done writing, I can't say to my, my downstairs neighbors have all been vaccinated. We live yeah. in a duplex oh, and yeah. all of my neighbors got vaccinated. We sat outside. We stayed up on our level, our balcony yeah. and they stayed on theirs, but it was so nice just to talk to them. Yeah. I love my husband, but enough. I mean, how many <laughs> How many times? I know. How's it going? Yeah. And I, I I can't say, did you have a good dream? Because I'm, (laughs) I'm an insomniac and he sleeps like a moose. I've never seen any, he just goes to sleep and, and then he starts to have dreams. And so I'll be lying there wide awake and I feel him starting to bicycle. And I think, (laughs) where the hell are you going? And so I'll, I'll I'll poke him and say, sweetie, sweetie, what are you doing? I'm dreaming. I, I'm dreaming. I have to get out of here. I have to get out of the yeah. car. And I say, you're, you're not in a car, sweetie. You're in a no, bed. You're in a bed. And I'm trying yeah. to sleep. But, you know, speaking of this time travel, I want to get back to this time travel thing because oh. I had a thought. I had a thought about this, okay? I think, like, let's say you want to try and try. Like, I probably would. I don't know if I'd want to go to the past, though. You could only go to the past. But, but, but the problem is, like, for me, that could, depends on when would I go to the past. Because if I, as a black man, if I go to a certain time in the past, it's not going to be good for me. It's probably not going to be good. Go to right after the Civil War when black men and women were being elected to the Congress. They put it in that pretty quickly. As a black man in America, when would you want to go to? That's what I'm saying. Like, when would I want to go back? Maybe the Obama administration, but that's an hour and a half ago. That's That's like an hour and a half ago. I was there. But I was like, would I go like deep in the past like deep in the past i don't there's no way no you could go back in the past as a black man if you wanted to go i was going to say the bahamas but you know christopher columbus landed in the bahamas and killed everyone everyone who came to help him he killed that's not so good that's not so it's like limited for me (laughs) i think what could i do what about for me as a woman i don't want to go right that's exactly right yeah and I don't want to wear Mormon underpants. I don't know where that comes from, but I don't want to I wear a, a one piece of under. What the hell is the matter with them? Underpants. I, imagine all. you're going back. You talked about like, you're not going to be a housewife. Imagine you came back into a time when you were an adult, let's say you're, and you were expected to be this way, you know? That's how I grew up. Right. I, but I grew up and I grew up in a very, I grew up in Greenwich Village with teachers yeah. that had been blacklisted. And so they were college professors teaching high school kids because they couldn't get any other job. So you would yeah. think they would be, they would look at me and say, well, she's very smart, but she doesn't fit in any box. What could we, why don't we tell her to be a writer? Yeah. Why don't we tell her to go into, I went into theater because I could run around and express myself, but there were no roles for, take a look yeah. at me. Do I look American to you? No, <laughs> I do not. So I'm not going to play Blanche Dubois even yeah, though yeah. I can play her beautifully and I can't play Lady Mac, you know, Lady Macbeth. I guess I could, sure. I, you have to spit when you say it, <laughs> but I wouldn't have been cast in any of those roles. Right. So I started my own theater company and I wrote roles for women 
that were different, but what era would I go back to as a woman? I, I don't want to, I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to not have toilets. Let's get down to I, it. That's exactly right. You know Stuff like that. I want some, my friends have said, why don't we all go camping? And I've said, oh, that's such a great idea. Let me know when you get back. I don't want to go to the bathroom <laughs> next to a bear. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the bear's place to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I like a toilet. So that already eliminates everything. And, and for people like you and me, because you're a black man and yeah. I'm a woman, you can't go back. I'm not sure what I would be doing. I'd be like, imagine you landed somewhere and immediately they're like, get him. They're like, get him. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, well, especially with your hair, you know. Exactly. You can't do anything in the past. I I'll tell you the one woman I would like to be is Marie Laveau. Do you know who she was? I don't know who that is, no. See? So Marie Laveau is called the voodoo queen of New Orleans. And what she was, oh. she was a black woman and she ran the slave auctions at Congo Square, but she mm. also practiced voodoo, which is not, you know, sticking pins in people. That's sure. a misconception. Voodoo was an, a Pan-African, it's a variant of um, Yoruba, which is a okay. Pan-African religion. And she became a hairdresser to the hoity-toityest of the people in New Orleans. And by doing that, she learned all of their secrets. And, you know, you're talking to someone while you're doing, you're yeah. talking to the wife of the yeah. mayor and you find out that the mayor is sleeping with um, the ex-mayor's wife. And now you have that on her and yeah. you have that on him. Yeah. And she, she leveraged her information about people to free slaves. And that's pretty friggin' amazing. She's, yeah. she's freed more slaves than Harriet Tubman. And you I didn't know that. Yeah, she, she freed slaves that came to California. But here's the deal. She had 15 children. Ow. Yeah. That's crazy, I mean? too. Ow. In a little one-room hut in New Orleans, 15 children. I would have killed eight of them. And I <laughs> oh, my God. How do you have 15 children? And she was stunningly beautiful. Her wow. 15th daughter looked exactly like her. So they put it about that this was her. They, she sent wow. her daughter out and said, this is Marie Laveau. I'm timeless. I'm immortal. The oh. problem was the daughter was an asswipe. And yeah. Marie Laveau was a brilliant healer. And she could obviously, uh, she could get secrets out of you that yeah. I couldn't get secrets out. You know, if I yeah. said, yeah. does your nine-year-old ever wear pink? And you said, no, we don't allow her to wear pink. Pink uh -huh. is, a, is the devil's color. She could get that information out of yeah. her, you know. Her daughter was not that smart and she wasn't that good with people. Right. But they put it about that it was Marie Laveau herself. It's such a weird, and nobody knows the story. And if you go, have, yeah. you, have you ever been to the South? I've, I've actually been, I used to live in Louisiana and I've been to there a couple of times. I didn't know. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Yes. I mean, I've definitely partied in New Orleans. I don't I haven't heard of her, though. I'm telling you, man, I wasn't there for that. I'm telling you that right now. You were there to party. Yeah, come on. That's what I was there for. I was there to party, too. I was a stripper in New Orleans. No, wait, 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 wait. Are you serious? Oh, yes. When was this? I was just out of college and my boyfriend and I were traveling through the South 
and we are the universal joint in our truck. We were we had a live-in truck. It was okay. very hip. Okay. It was a lavender truck. I'm I'm very surprised we weren't arrested because yeah. I was always I can say this now I was always smoking pot in the yeah. truck, yeah. and he was the whitest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And very yeah. handsome. So the cops would pull us over. And unlike what happens tragically now, the cops were so polite to him mm. that it was scary to me. Mm. When I came out, because I had hair every, you know, I grew my armpit hair and beaded it oh. and all this crap. Wow. But our universal joint broke when we were in Southern, when we were in Baton Rouge and we had it fixed, but we were now totally broke. We went to New Orleans. And we were walking down Bourbon Street and it said, exotic dancers. And he didn't say anything. I think he knew, but I yeah. said, I'm exotic. I mean, I'm definitely not an all-American girl. Yeah. And I was a dancer at that point. So I went in and uh, I, will, I will spare you the gruesome details of how much shaving I had to do. In yeah, order. There's this, and they give yeah. you a penoir set. And they give you the high heels and you have to go across the street and buy your own pasties. Yeah. And I still didn't know. I mean, how stupid could you be? I was a stripper for one day. One day? Yeah, because I started yelling at this guy who said to me, well, you know, when y'all when y'all are done with your act, do, do y'all want to come have a drink with me? And I said, what are you talking about? Do I want to have a drink with you? I'm a dancer. And he said, well, y'all's y'all's a stripper and I I went off on him about you know yeah. I went to college you're obviously an idiot and so they <laughs> fired me and then the place next door offered to hire me it was weird oh. it was so much fun I'm such an expert <laughs> if you said to me okay you can take your clothes off now and show everybody I would do it because oh. I was a stripper I was an art model I really wanted to was be it like nude art Really? You know, like you see like the new, they're standing there and they're nude and people are, that's what you did? Wow. Yeah, it was fun. That was much more fun. Stripping is a little bit disgusting because, yeah. um, you know, because Bourbon Street is a little bit disgusting. It's very disgusting, actually. Very yeah. disgusting. Yeah. It smells like a throw up there, honestly. I was just going to say, it You know that? Like, like people, like they have it on TV. They're like, oh, Bourbon Street and all this stuff. But yeah. if you're actually there, it smells like, anti like it smells yeah. like throw up in like, sanitation yeah. and antiseptic yeah. stuff and it's yeah. just it's disgusting actually it's a very weird mixture of because some parts of louisiana are so beautiful yeah and and i really liked the french quarter a lot just mm -hmm. because of the freedom of it um and because i know a lot about the history of slavery and yeah. um i know that those slave auctions in congo square were bad news sure. and you have to really like blah 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 prevent that right. but yeah i was an art model for a long time because it paid really well for women in those days it paid really well and you didn't have to you didn't get a 1099 you could report what you yeah. want not report anything and i like to take my clothes off and have people and you didn't stand mostly you did poses so you had you had to be in pretty good shape to sit in one position for 20 minutes without your entire yeah. body collapsing what is this like you like to take your clothes off like it's just always been a thing for you like like what is that what is that whole mindset like it's just well i wanted to be an actress i didn't understand when i was growing up that uh, because i have a i have an outgoing i don't really have a writer's personality although i've developed one i've developed the ability to say 
sure, I can sit in the house alone with my husband and my cats for a year. Mm-hmm. And my deepest conversations now are on the phone. And they're so deep because people so much want to connect with each other. Yeah. But I'm, I'm more extroverted than that. And I used to like what you liked. I used to like, after the show, we all went out and drank and ate food. Yeah. I, I like theater. I, I don't. Yes. I wouldn't ever do it again because um, I wouldn't ever do it again because there, yeah. there really are very few roles for women in, in the um, canon. Like Shake, if you think about Shakespeare, mm-hmm. who's a wonderful writer, there's four roles for women right. and they're not worth playing. Mm-hmm. So. But in those days, I was really like, look at me, look at me, look, I can do this, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And it, it sort of had to be beaten out of me in the sense of people saying, you don't look right for that. You're not American. Mm-hmm. Where do you come from? Hungary? Yeah. I thought, I, I, I came from Bleecker Street in West Village. Why are yeah. you asking me that? But it took me a very long time to figure out what, it's not racism, it's... Um, what is it? Anti-ethnicity. I, I'm mm. not a little pert blonde, as yeah. I described it the other day. You know what I mean? And in, and in television, up to like maybe ten years ago, and theater, the roles were for a very specific look, which I don't have. Yeah. And um, I got very disgusted with that and decided I I did my own theater company and we made a we made a lot of grant money and we did really good work teaching kids. We did plays that taught kids history. Yeah. And so then you could write plays about what I just told you about Marie Laveau. Cause nobody, nobody's heard of her. No. People in new Orleans have heard of her and call her a whore. I almost got thrown out of the cemetery she's in. There's a huge crypt for her in St. Louis cemetery. Number two. Mm-hmm. which is now in a place you can't go to in New Orleans. Oh. It's so, it's so dangerous. Um, oh no. But she's in a huge crypt and, and they've put marks on it and marked it up. And it made me so mad because she was, a first of all, just to have had 15 children, she a deserves lot. a reward. You need a medal for that, man. Like a big yeah. medal, like lots of other things too. That's And, and it was with oh. one guy. She's married to the same guy. By the seventh child, I would have been saying, take this eight, I'll take these seven, go away and take (laughs) them with you. So um, yeah, I I was much more extroverted. I wanted to be an actress and the next best thing was to be- Wait, you were more extroverted? I consider you very extroverted right now. I am am with you because you'll allow me to be. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So you don't think other people don't allow you to be extroverted? Well, I don't talk to people who don't allow me to be myself oh, okay. anymore. Wow. That's a privilege of the of um, the quarantine. Yeah, I don't see very many people. I bought myself um, a T-shirt that I thought if I wear this to the grocery store, someone's going to make a comment to me. It's, okay. a, it's a picture of Nancy Pelosi cutting up the State of the Union thing. Do you remember that? I don't remember this. No. So after Donald Trump gave one of his State of the Union messages, <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi took the, the speech, which she had a copy of, and she tore it up right in front of him. And people were very mad at her. And I thought it was fine. So I bought the t-shirt and I thought, you're going to wear this when the quarantine is over and someone's going to pick a fight with you and you're going to kill them. Because the other side of me is I'll fight for anyone's justice. Mm. Uh, if somebody <clears throat> hurt you, I'd come to Washington and yeah. hurt them. I'm very... Um, 
in everything I write and everything I've ever done, I'm very interested in justice. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard to find. Interesting. You know, you said about the time travel thing about, I don't know, I'm, I'm really obsessed with time travel. I'm sorry, okay. I keep going back to this, you know. Oh, good, because like, I, know, I know some about you it. You said not about forward. There, there's no future time travel. Is that what you said? Okay, but let's say, let's say there was. Let's just say okay. there was. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather st go to the future or the past? Oh, the future, come on. Right? That's what oh, I'm thinking. God. Who the hell would want to go, even, even if I didn't want a toilet? The future is going to be much better. Don't you think? I think so. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to learn to take care of the planet, learn to take care of it. I'm big on how we treat animals is a good indication of how we treat the world. Mm. And I'm not the only person who's ever said that. Yeah, um, of course. I think Albert Einstein said it. But, but I would go to the future. I would assume, I assume the future is going to be, like for your daughter who's nine, yeah. by the time she's 20, I think if if we haven't um, poisoned the world completely, she'll have a much better chance at being anything she wants to be. Agreed. Because, but a nine-year-old a hundred years ago, no, they weren't no. allowed to speak at the at the kitchen table in certain house. You know what I mean? That's true. I, I'm hope I'm for all that I am always yelling about injustice. I'm very hopeful that we will save the planet and save there's only one bad caveat. I don't know what we do with the bad people and I really don't know what we do with them because putting people in prison doesn't make them less cruel and right. I don't believe in capital punishment. Do you? Right. Uh, no, I'm not into, I actually just saw that. Um, I think Virginia got rid of the death penalty. They, they just got rid of that. They and, did. I think, and, and now that death penalty is less common in most states now and it's going down it's going down everywhere yeah. it's not something that people pay attention to a lot about but well, they i should. they should it's actually the number continues to dive of the number of states right. that have it and right. my personal point of view is that i think we're 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 beginning to enter a time where people just aren't taking any shit anymore about discrimination uh, in all forms. And so people right. who are still holding on to these really messed up old school ideas about supremacy and all that, they're, they're shrinking because humanity is like, we have to evolve beyond these, this, this garbage thinking, this separation of a person's skin color and their gender. Yeah. And I think the people who are not willing to move in that direction, <laughs> they're dinosaurs. They're going to get phased out. They're going to get phased out. I think it's just a matter of time. I think they are getting phased out. You're right. People are pushing them down now. Pushing like, them down. The only yeah. problem is they don't go down nicely and they don't go. They I don't agree go, with that. Oh, my goodness. What an ass I've been. How could I have thought right. that I could slap? I, I'm not going to go into terrible, you know, I learned terrible statistics doing documentaries yeah. about women, people of color, gay people. The, the, the numbers aren't so great about how many women a day get murdered in this country by yeah. their significant other. I will right. not, I will say something cheerful about it. Sure. I think we have to, that has to stop. And I think most people like you and I, most, um, if you're smart at this point, Mm -hmm. Even even the terrible people, and I'll use as an example my favorite terrible person, Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. He knows damn well that his time is up, and that's yeah. what that that's what 
just look at his face. And I think to myself, don't look too, don't look too long at his face. You'll go blind. <laughs> um, I really think he knows. I think he does know that his time is they up. And that it's not making him say, well, all right, then let me try to be nice about it. He's going the opposite way and saying, uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm going to try as hard as I can to stop it, you know Buster Keaton when he tries to put his hands on the mm. arms of the clock. You can't do that. You can't stop no. time from moving forward, and no, we're no. moving. So it's just the thing about time travel because you like it. the The reason you can't travel forward is because you can't beat the speed of light. Sure. So you can't go ahead of the speed of light and get to the future, whereas you can go back and and get to the past. and And I do. I actually believe there's a time space like a videotape where, and scientists think this, where if I wanted to take you back and show you a slave auction, I could, but who the hell wants to do that? Right. You know, I want to move forward to when we're all dancing and celebrating and say, oh, you do it that way. That's so interesting. Instead of, oh, you do it that way. I'm putting you in jail. So I'm very optimistic for a person as, um, as cranky as I am about what <laughs> the hell are people thinking? I'm optimistic yeah. too. Like, you know, a good kind of signal of that is, I guess like last Monday, there was supposed to be like this White Lives Matter rallies all over yes. the country. No Nobody showed up. Yeah. You know what? Because people are sick of this shit, man. They're like, you know what? We're, you're done. We're done with this. Yep. And it's the people who are into it. It's like, they're not, I don't know what they realize or not, but like, we're literally trying to get this out of our society as human. We're trying to push it out. It takes time, but it's happening. But the good thing about it, not, not to put, the, the good thing about it is it's always been in our society yeah. and now we know it. If you had said yes. to me 15 years ago, do you think there could be a group of people called this who really would consider um, kidnapping the governor of Wisconsin, and right. I mean, it was Michigan, I'm Michigan, sorry. Michigan, yeah. Where is Gretchen Whitmer? Michigan, Michigan. Michigan that yeah. would consider kidnapping her and hanging her because she said they had to wear a mask against a virus. I would have said, that's impossible. That can't possibly yeah. happen. But it did. And I think I think we're heading to a very, uh, nobody, I mean, my husband agrees with me, but because you can't not agree with me or I'll jump up and down. <laughs> and go crazy i think i think it's time i think history goes back and forth back yeah. and forth and i think it's time for a beautiful really beautiful reawakening and mm-hmm. and um changing but we're gonna have to stop people from saying oh i meant to taser you i'm sorry i shot oh, you yeah, are you kidding yeah. me with that mm. but that and that mm. coming so close after george floyd right. just say Am I out of my mind to think it's going to get better? And and I answered myself, no. This is what's what's going to happen is it's going to explode past those people, and we're just going to say you can't do that anymore. If yeah. you do that, we're just going to put you. You know, the Olympians when they took over from the Titans in mythology, mm-hmm. they they didn't kill the Titans because they you can't kill a Titan; they're immortal. They stuck them under a mountain, and they're still. If you believe Greek mythology. Mm-hmm possible the titans are still stuck under the mountain they'll never come out again that's all i want for those people who would Mm. say taser 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 oh damn i shot him are you kidding me yeah have you ever held a handgun i haven't actually no i've held a handgun yeah it's 
pretty hard to mistake for a plastic. Face. I mean, I would think so. <laughs> I mean, handguns are heavy. That's why they hold them with two hands. Right. Anyway, so let's talk about the happy future. Yeah, I think the future is very, I actually am very optimistic about the future because I think of like what I said, we're, we're going to be less tolerant of these poisonous ideas that people have about each other. And right. obviously technology and different things of that nature is just moving so, sometimes I just worry like things move so quickly right. sometimes that it's hard to adjust. You're into one thing and then the next thing comes out and then the next thing comes out. It's like, oh my gosh, I, it's like a whirlwind of but progress. Think about it in terms of the progress medically. What they've yeah. done with COVID is kind of amazing. I'm, I, I think there's still some glitches. Of course. In, but Joe Biden, in like four and a half hours into his presidency, <laughs> he had a third of the country inoculated. Yes, some of those inoculations aren't perfect. Of and course. some of them are, are not going to work. But, oh, my God, he's moving so fast. And... Um, and he's really moving in the direction I want it moved in. I want people taken care of. I believe it's, it's um, well, you're a Christian. You believe, I, I believe I'm my brother's keeper. I don't necessarily like my, I have a sister and um, that's a <laughs> problematic know, like, conversation. That's a problematic conversation. It is, yeah. She's always hated my guts. Yeah. You know what? I don't hate her guts. And, yeah, yeah. and that's progress to have an, she's a lot older than I am. And she really hated me. Yeah. Now she doesn't hate me anymore. Because yeah. She needs my friendship and I give it to her. I, I see that as the future is that people will become kinder and say, yeah. oh, she hated me because my mother played favorites, which goes all the way back to my thing about stories. Right. Right. Tell people about Cain and Abel as if that's a good story. Yeah. Neither child deserved to die. They were both doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah. But people need to write better stories, which is why. What is your daughter's interest? Does she show any interest in like? Oh my her? gosh, she is a massive. Athlete. You know, you're gonna like no, no, no. She's all about theater, all okay, about theater, yeah. costume making, oh, arts, wow. dance, singing. Oh, if she oh, works in a cubicle, I failed. I have failed. And like, she should be doing something she emotionally will. expressive, artistic. That speaks to her. That's she it. Will. And by the time she's ready to do that, I don't. I don't know what medium she'll work in because um, I have a godson who made a lot of films, mm -hmm. like with Darren Aronofsky. I don't yeah, know I know who that about. is. Yeah, and um, he stopped making films for a while, and now he wants to make films again. And okay. obviously, because he's got that history, he's in the film industry again. And I said. They just closed, do I don't know if you know this, they just closed all the Arclight theaters in LA. I just saw that. I and just I said, saw that. The hell is gonna happen to movies? And he said, people don't want to go to the movies. They want to stream. They want to stream them all, yeah. And have their popcorn or their wine yeah. or whatever. But here's the deal about live theater. You can't stream it. Those no. are, and that was what always attracted me to it. You yeah. are in the room and you're communing Everybody in the audience at a piece of live theater, whether it's good or bad, you're communing with the other people in that audience, yeah. having the same visceral experience. And it was so beautiful. I, I loved theater so much because yeah. most of it wasn't so great. But if you, when you saw a great performance or a great piece of writing, everybody in the audience was 
was moved and changed and that they can't take away. They can't make yeah. that. You can't just do Zoom. No, um, no. So if your daughter's interested in costuming or designing for theater, yeah, we... fine, even if she's interested in TV and don't take it on yourself to say you made a mistake. Yeah, she just, yeah she no, you're right. I just, you see it though. You know, you kind of see this in people when they're really young. Yeah. It's like, oh, my, if your kid's like this whiz math person or the, you know, you see it, you're like, okay, well, how do I nurture this? And I see this in her, you know, it's like she's making clothes for a Barbie, but it's not like a normal thing. It's right. more of like she takes all this material and she creates these elaborate outfits that she cuts up and she glues and she puts all the details are so fine. And I'm like, oh, this is what she's into. And she so wants to learn how to sew and everything. You encourage her, right? You I encourage her. her. Yes, we encourage her. What else her. can you do? You can't make her. You're right. This I've learned. You can't make anybody be any. Nobody can make That's anybody true. be anything. I can't even make people not have their dogs go to the bathroom on my <laughs> yard. You know what I mean? I have yeah. a. I, I love dogs. I do not love dog poop. Yeah, and I don't either. Actually. I don't mind. <laughs> I, don't I don't mind cleaning up. I don't know what the difference is. I clean my cat box and go. La 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 la. Yeah, yeah. There, but dog poop annoys me. So you can't <laughs> you can't make your daughter be anything except a decent yeah. human being. And I'm pretty yeah. sure you've already. She's done a that. great kid. No, she's yeah. so such a kind person. But I see this in her. I'm like, you need to do something artistic with your life. That's I don't know what that is. It's not. I don't even know how you do that and what that means. But. Um, I mean, there's people like yourself who have done these things, you know, so. I've always, and you know what about me that may be true of her? I've always done it my own way. Yeah. Sometimes for women or for people of color, sometimes for other than, you know, what the power, we talked about male, white male, yeah. it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Theater has been a, a realm of that. So I just decided, okay, I'll make my own theater company, which I did, and I'll get my own grants which I did, and I'll make my own plays, which I did. And then the only problem is the actors. And mm. I was the worst actor. I've, I'm a very good actress, but I was such a pain in my ass. Mm. I, I, I've told this story. I was so like, do I look fat in this costume? And you think, oh, you're the producer. You can't ask people if you look fat <laughs> in your costume. That's not your, your job is to tell them yeah. how they look, mm. not to make them tell you. But that's, you know, part of my personality is- sure. But I, I was going to ask you, do you take your daughter to museums? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we did <laughs> before the pandemic. We Are definitely. Museums in Seattle? I don't know anything about this. Uh, I haven't been to any museums in Seattle, but um, like in Canada, we would go to some place because we live like 10 That's minutes close. from the border. Yeah. It's closer for me to go to Canada. Seattle's two hours away from me. Canada is literally like 10 minutes from my house. Which part of Canada? BC, Van BC, Vancouver. Okay, so Vancouver is a hip city, right? Oh my gosh, to me, and I, I've lived all over the world, Vancouver is one of the greatest cities on the planet. It's so just perfect. super yeah. clean, super yeah. diverse, right. great food, entertainment, yeah. yeah, beautiful, just pretty. Is it physically beautiful? It's physically beautiful, and because there's water, <clears throat> there's water there, there's like, it has its like mini version of Central Park, you know, like Stanley Park is like a mini Central Park. Right. Type of thing. It's just, it's just, and then you go a little past Vancouver, you got Whistler. You have basically a European village 
It's wow. like one of the greatest ski towns in, in the world. Always oh. voted. It's, right. it's just mind-blowingly beautiful. I don't ski. No. So if you take your daughter to Vancouver, there must be museums there. If it's yes, there. there's science museums. Uh, there's uh, a, a amazing, like, it's not a museum, but like a, a really like uh, animal-centered museums, aquariums, stuff like that. Oh. And that way, it's just crazy oh. stuff, like that really amazing. Yeah. So we, we do that stuff with her. We, we encourage that for yeah. her to grow in the things we know she loves to do, you know, and so, she'll do them. and she'll do them. with all that. I would say, you know, if we had a longer, if we were having a therapy session, I could tell you lots of things I don't like that my parents did to me, but mm -hmm. of the things that I love most, they really encouraged me. Nobody ever said to me, Oh, you're going to start your own theater company. What do you yeah. They said to me, if you want to do it, then do it. Yeah. And that's I don't great. know why you wouldn't do it. And that's why I, you know, I, I did a bunch of different kinds of things. And then I decided to write books because um, theater was really dying in LA. I don't know mm. how many people know that uh, the unions mm. were killing theater in LA. Oh, and I didn't know that. I just, yeah. The unions um, made some mistakes, which I'm not going to bother you with. Sure, sure. Really made some mistakes because New York theater, along with New York real estate, which, which went into the ionosphere. It got so expensive that it got so expensive to produce a show that something like Hamilton, the tickets were $1,500. What? Who the hell has $1,500? Who's paying that? Like A lot of people. That's great, but those are certain types of people who can afford that. I mean, that's what, crazy. What Lin-Manuel Miranda did was the first two rows every night in the theater were cheap tickets, cheap meaning $150 yeah. for students or union acting union members. Yeah. That's two rows. The rest of it, the tickets started at 1500 And he sort of single-handedly destroyed Broadway because once you go up there- You can't go back. can't go you know? back. So yeah. I don't know what they'll do when you can have theater again in New York. That, that's my big sadness about New York is- yeah. I don't know what they'll do about theater. You can't, you can't pay that kind of money, and no. and who'd be stupid enough to do it? So yeah, that's egregious. Yeah. Also can't well, them. Susan, our time is up here. But okay. man, I I told Deb last time I said I got to talk to Susan again because I just love her, the okay. stream of consciousness. I'm into that. And Thank the you. Honesty. Yes, seriously. So that's really nice of you because as I said. You don't want to come with me to the basement where my subconscious, this is my okay. conscious mind. My subconscious mm -hmm. mind gets a little bit more like, woo, woo, woo. But, okay. it, but I'll tell you one thing. I was talking to a friend about the new book I'm writing and he sent me on this app, this book app, which I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. He sent me a book app, which you'll like, and you can get it for free. And it's called The History of Time Travel in Literature since H.G. Wells wrote Whoa. The Time and it's about every piece of, of writing that has used time travel. And you might really like it. I, okay. I love stuff like that. But yeah, I will meet you in the okay. future and we will have a party together and then Sounds we can do whatever we want. And I'm yeah. so appreciative of the time you've Thank given. You. Okay. Yeah, same here. Listen, you have a good rest of your day, okay? You too. Stay safe. All right. You got okay. it. See bye ya. Bye.